Ever wonder how and if the Bible has relevance for today? On this podcast, we provide biblical answers to today's tough questions. Hi, friends. I'm Pastor Robert Young. We have 30 plus years of church planting and mentoring other pastors, 30 plus years of training leaders in evangelism and discipleship. Our team of missionaries go into jails, rehabs, parks, street corners, coffee houses, and any place unchurched people gather. We present the true, untainted gospel. We ask questions and give answers as we conduct surveys. We do this so that you can make a true, informed decision about Jesus Christ. Hi friends, Pastor Young from the Not Your Parents Religion Podcast. We're here in Syracuse, New York on our Not Your Parents Religion Podcast tour. And we're sitting here with the evangelist Adam. And we're going to be asking Adam a few questions and you wait until I tell you to jump on. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're here in um, Barry Park, I believe. And Adam has been going about with our survey form called The Future of the Church. Oh, by the way, say hi, Adam. I'm sorry. Hello, church. (laughs) Adam has been going throughout the park here asking people to the future of the church and asking them various uh, questions on our survey. Questions such as, do you attend church on a regular basis? How important is the church to you? Faith and religion is helpful to God. Is Jesus the only way to heaven? So I want to get a little feedback from Adam as to some of the answers that he has been receiving from the people here in Syracuse in Barry Park. And to see if those answers that he's gotten from the survey form match up with some of the survey forms that we've done in other places like Batavia and Rochester. And, and I'm about to get to you, Adam, (laughs) and to see if some of the answers to these questions here in Syracuse match up to what the experts who go about determining these these things are saying. So, Adam, um, by the way, Adam is the premier evangelist of that. He works with a number of ministries Ours being one of them, and he is invaluable. In fact, we call him the lead evangelist on our team. We have altogether about 13 people on our team, but Adam is definitely the lead evangelist missionary on the team. So without any further ado, Adam, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do? Okay, so um, I think just a little bit about it is, you know, I use my spare time and I use the the the, the platform that God has given me to uh, spread the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to all that are willing to hear it. And and also, um, you know, just sharing the heart of God, because we live in a, a world that um, and that that is currently being siphoned out by not only just what the world wants you to think and being politically correct, we just try to give them uh, relevancy to what Jesus has said and is saying. Okay. Okay. Well, Adam, let's jump right into the survey form itself. Okay. What are some of the answers that you're getting from people that you've talked to in this particular park? Now, again, Adam has done ministry with us in Rochester, all over Rochester, in Batavia, and now in Syracuse, and we plan to go further. So I'm going to give you the survey and tell me some of the things that you've seen and how they line up with some of the some of the ways people have answered these questions from other areas that we've been and with people that you have talked to when you're not even with this ministry. Cause as again, I said, Adam works with a number of ministries as, as an evangelist. 
Well, I think three questions that pop out at me, and I think the number one that is most interesting to me is, and it's and it's very it's very tricky one is, do you believe in mercy or karma? Okay. And my answer to that, or my response to that before and after the question is, if you believe in karma, you then you do not believe in mercy because God is a a God of mercy and. I mean, I mean, you cannot always or perfectly believe in if you do dirt, you get dirt. So that's just right, right. that's just interesting to me. But um, well, you know, let, well, hold on a second, though. Ed. Let's stick with that. Can you define to me a little bit more in detail? What is karma? Now, karma, in a sense, is people think that if you do something good or you do something bad, then you're going to get a return. Okay. And if not just a little return or a big turn that you may see receive a equal payment, so to speak, to what you have done. Is that similar in scope to a, a biblical scripture that says you reap what you sow? Now, the majority of what you reap, what you sow is based on sin and righteousness. OK, it's if if you if you apply sin or you do sin, then it's a spiritual response. OK. So if you so if you sin, you reap death is what scripture says and that God is not mocked. Right, right. But if you receive if you sow things into the spirit realm or you sow things like, you know, you do good works, you you give to the poor and you 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 share with them the love of God, then God will in 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 into what I said will give you back as a fruitful life pertaining to what he okay. will give you. So Okay. Okay, so what was our our next question that you wanted to to talk about? Okay, so yes, there's a um, the number eight. The last question is it's a yes or no question. Is do you believe that the Bible is the only authoritative word from God? Okay, and I think and the responses that I've been give uh, given by that question is um, either they would say yes or no, they would okay. be tied, or uh, they would say no. Because mm. there's a lot of perceptions and opinions that people have formed over their life. Right, right. And again, that, that standard, that standard is sticking out like a sore thumb. It's saying, hey, God is only allowing you to understand this, that he's the only way, the truth, and the life. Right, right. So, Adam, I remember you and I were in Batavia. And I believe we were, before we got kicked out of the Home Depot parking lot. Or was it Lowe's? One of those types of hardware stores. Right. There was a Christian guy. I believe he was with his girlfriend. And we they we asked him, number eight, is the Bible the only true word from God? And this Christian couple told us, no, they don't believe so. I think it's very important that, and honestly, folks, I think Adam, we created this form and Adam came up with that question, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. But the answer to that question from some Christians some people who say that they're Christian kind of shocked me because I, you know, that's one of the bedrocks, one of the foundational principles of, of our faith. The other one that I, how, um, number five, where it says, um, is Jesus Christ the only way to heaven? This one also shocked me. And I believe again, there was someone in Batavia and I'm not trying to pick on Batavia. Okay. I'm just saying that this Christian person said that, um, actually it happened in, in Rochester on Monday when we was in, um, Highland park, they said that, no, this person said that they were a Christian, but they said that, no, I don't believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Again, going back to the, 
you know, when you build a house, you have something called a cornerstone. All right. most of the weight <laughs> of the house is on this stone. If you remove this stone, up pretty much the whole it's like a domino effect. So if you, as a Christian, don't believe that Jesus Christ, which he said in so many times that basically I'm the only way to the Father. Right. So that's is that concerning to you that we're running into people that believe that Jesus is not the only way to the Father? I mean, one thing I, I look at it like this, too, is if you when you build a foundation, it supports and brings balance to the structure. Yeah. So if you do that and you you put a you put that foundation below and you, as a beginning to a Christian walk with the father, then balance is essential. So and also what is Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. You know, once again, there has to be some form of. Uh, just consistency with that, because if you if you're swayed one or the other way, then then if you're feeling a particular way one day, you're like, man, uh, I think based on my emotions or what happens to me, yes, yes, then yeah. this is relevant. And this is the way I think for this time in my life where Jesus says, if you were to have faith in me, I am the only one. Right. The, only, the only way yep. he point blank said, listen, no one can see the father. Except through me. That's right. There's another scripture in James, I believe. He said, listen, and it's talking about a Christian here. He's saying a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And it goes on to say, let not that man think that he shall receive anything from God. For that man must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So if we as Christians have allowed the information or misinformation from the world to enter into our hearts. And we don't know, we think that there's other ways to heaven. That is quite concerning. I, um, when, when I was growing up as a young kid, we were introduced to, um, religion. We were, we were not introduced to the structure of belief. Yes, yes. It was, this is what is out there. Now, in life, you may come across what we think as parents. That's what my parents said. They said, you know, you know, you believe we believe this. But in life, if that you change your mind, you have every reason to. But it's truth is truth. Yes. Yes. And if we and if we subside the truth, if we take we take that out the way and we just start to guess you know what do we think is what do we think is you know available then i mean i that but then again we have our own free will but at the at the same token uh, what has what what seems more doable is it is it a man that gave his all or is it something that is based on a whim i mean the gospel message is simply he he was he jesus went through so much just to die for the sins of men so that we may be with him one day Amen. That's Amen. gospel. But Amen. if we if we look at it this way, when we say, hey, I'm having a bad time in life, which you could say that. I mean, that's that that's 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 uh, that's legit. But don't let something that you're choosing becomes um, it, it may pass away one day. Right. It doesn't have right. a it doesn't have a, a long term effect on your life. And what mm-hmm. Jesus does is. He allows that to you that he says that not only will I never leave you, 
Yes. But I'll never forsake you. I'll never forsake you. Yes. We we have a saying on the podcast and we say the things that have stood the test of time. And one thing and we often talk about how the mor- morals of our current American society seems to always are changing and shifting depending on what generation, you know, that we're living in, but the things that has not changed is the word of God. Amen. So those of you that have been listening to the podcast for some time now and you have made up in your mind, you say, listen, Pastor Young, um, Evangelist Adam, I've heard enough. I want this Jesus. I There's something inside of me that's calling, that's calling me to accept this Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I want to receive him now. Then my friends, I want you to say this simple prayer with me. Because if again, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know what we're going to say next. And it's simply to repent. To repent of the actions and behaviors and the thought processes that we have done that break that relationship, that have broken that relationship that we have or that God wants us to have with his son, Jesus Christ. So say this for the lack of a better term, sinner's prayer with me. Father, Father, I have sinned. I have sinned. I realize now, I realize now that you want a relationship, want a relationship with me, with me. Through your son, Jesus Christ. Through your son, Jesus Christ. I believe. I believe. That Jesus. That Jesus. Came. Came. Died. Died. Rose again. Rose again. From that cross on the third day. From that cross on the third day. And is coming back. And is coming back. I receive him now. I receive him now. As my Lord. As my Lord. And Savior. And Savior. Father, I ask. Father, I ask that you would fill me, that you would fill me with your precious free gift, with your precious free gift of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Ghost. I receive him now. I receive him now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Well, my friends, if you have said that with a sincere heart, the Bible lets us know that your name has been written in a book up in heaven called the The Lamb's Book of Life. That's right. (laughs) Now, listen, if you need further information and clarification, you know all the ways to get in contact with us in the description box below on this episode. So until next time, until we go to another park where we're still doing the future of the church and we're asking people about the spiritual spiritual, uh, state of our union or even the spiritual state of their own homes. That's right. Until next time, this is Pastor Robert Young from Not Your Parents Religion Podcast with Adam, the young preacher. (laughs) And may God bless you. God bless you all.